0: This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. Jennifer Eels and Greg Mead are co-founders of Shripanya Recovery Collective here in Central Oregon. They've been attending Native Aspiration meetings here in Warm Springs and recently volunteered at the Back to School Barbecue. Shripanya is a 501c3 public charity that promotes recovery through creativity, culturally responsive programs, and community. Greg talks about how they met.
1: Jen and I met, uh, you know, we come to the Recovery Collective of Central Oregon because Jen and I met in the fall of 2018 in recovery. We both have our personal stories, um, but, uh, you know, I've been clean and sober for almost 11 years. And as Jen and I met and came together, one of the guiding principles of of life these days is to be in service. I mean, we've been given an incredible gift of recovery, sobriety, um, and it uh, it only works uh, optimally if we're willing to give it away. And so as we were spending time together getting to know one another, um, we the, the conversation turned toward, I wonder if there might be something in the world we could do together. So... That's what brought us to begin to contemplate how we might be in the world together, work together, and uh, and over the course of time, we've come to where we're at today.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, we, we did. We met in recovery, and um, I will have 18 years on November 28th of recovery, and um you know, my, my gift of desperation, like we call it in recovery, was, um, you know, I always had wanted to be a mom. I just knew this since I was little. Like, I had this feeling I was going to be a really great mom. And uh, both my kids were born in active act of alcoholism. And I just didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. And the moment that I actually couldn't continue to lie to myself anymore was when I came to, you know, woke up from a blackout in the morning and didn't know where my son was, and he was 30 days old. I just couldn't rationalize and justify it anymore. You know, like, if I woke up and I didn't know where my husband was, well, I could, you know, if I didn't know where my car was, well, you know. <laughs> but not knowing, I, I knew that he could, have, he could have died while I was in a blackout state. I could have lost. So that was that, That you know, it still took me a year of going and I got sober and Alcoholics Anonymous. It still took me a year of going to AA to get honest, you know. So fast forward, I recovered from alcoholism, but I had not recovered. I didn't know how to form a true partnership. And so part of the coming together with Greg we were stuck in a lot of self-defeating patterns in our relationship. So part of our reaching out also was, like, a way to try and heal what was happening for us and to share, like, hey, have you ever really loved someone so much but not known how to stay in a partnership with them, you know? And uh, (laughs) that's been a really difficult part of recovering, you know, like that level of vulnerability of like how uncomfortable I feel in my own skin sometimes and to be in relationship. So that's how that's how I ended up here.
1: We, we've gone through several iterations of what Shripanya was when we first had the idea and it primarily focused around... Drugs and alcohol, and recovery from drugs and alcohol, and self-defeating patterns that that play into that. But as we've, um, you know, as we've become, as our world has expanded, then we um, are becoming more aware of the generational trauma that has contributed to, you know, uh, different population groups suffering whether or not they're putting a substance in their body and so you know it was really interesting because we've been working we were part of a work group uh, within Central Oregon Health Council that focuses on substance use disorder and so forth but as part of that we were introduced to um, a seminar a three-part seminar that introduced us to coming that had us come to our first Native aspirations meeting, and so we've been getting acquainted with folks here on the reservation, and it's just been an amazing experience. Um, um, and you know, so part of our work is, you know, we, we certainly aren't interested in bringing, you know, the, the, the white savior syndrome. That that's so far gone from our even our psychology and yet there is our humanity brings us together our humanity brings us to recovery from you know the tra- the intergenerational trauma the things that bring suffering whether or not we're putting a substance in our body as i had just just mentioned um so our work has expanded we're growing in our understanding of what recovery might look like um And so much of the work we do invites our students and the people we're working with to, like, begin to explore that internal world and come home to who we really are.
0: That's Greg Mead from Shripanya Recovery Collective. I asked about if I was pronouncing Shripanya correctly and what it means.
1: You know, it's interesting. I'm gonna. I, I I immediately said yes because that's how we've pronounced it from the beginning, um, Shri Panya. We were uh, we had a call with a gentleman that's from Africa and he's Swahili, and he was asking us the same question. He was, "Where did you come up with that name?" And so, Sri in Sanskrit means beautiful, um, and then. Ah, uh, Ponya was a play on uh, like the the panda, and it's somewhat of a spirit animal for us. Uh, but he said, you know, it really is interesting. This gentleman, his name is Qualey, said it's interesting because if you pronounce it with a long O, Ponya means perfect healing, perfect cure. So, you know, I think we're going to incorporate that long O pronunciation so it'll be more like Shriponya because our heart in the matter is, as we're experiencing our own healing and recovery from life (laughs) or in life, that we've been given a gift to be able to pass on. So, yeah, thanks for asking that question, actually.
0: Perfect healing. Recovery is possible. Shriponya. Building recovery awareness virtually with retreats, creating space. And the direction, yeah, definitely is
2: like wanting to create a physical space where we could have an energetic blueprint that really allows people to flourish and be their authentic selves. And what what I wasn't able to put like my finger on in the understanding, but one of our board members um brought to to my attention and articulated it really well and i'm gonna try and paraphrase what she said but basically that you know that 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 she's that she sees or that there is a correlation or an intersection between like substance use disorder mental illness and um systems of oppression and so like oh we're like yeah that's what we're wanting to recover from what whatever that is (laughs) and um And so that we – because I am – as I'm starting to meet more people and I'm starting to, like, rediscover parts of myself that I had lost connection with or, you know, that had been conditioned. And now I'm like, wait, wait, who who am I? You know, (laughs) who is this glorious person becoming? Mm -hmm. You know, certainly not a middle-aged housewife. No (laughs) offense to anyone out there. I'm sorry if I made that comment and anyone took offense. But – there's, there's more to it than that
1: One of the things that that I've become aware of is that you know the the oppressor is also suffering. It is not human nature to oppress another human being, and yet it's become woven into the like in our culture, it is so it's become so deeply intertwined within the psychology of the way we all think. But there is a suffering occurring. I'm sure we can all agree that the insanity that's that's showing up as a result of what's going on is uh, cunning, baffling, and powerful. And it's, you know, we, we all get to walk into our own sense of liberation and freedom. But it takes a little something-something in order to do that. And I don't know anybody that's doing it alone.
2: At the end of September, on September twenty-sixth at seven o'clock, we have a showing of um a documentary called Kissed by God. And it features Andy Irons, who is a three-time world world champion surfer. And it's really beautiful about, you know, um being raised on the island of Kauai. And uh And how the whole island got behind him for his his titles. And and, yeah, just so many different levels. The film really touches. It touched me on a lot of different levels. And Andy suffered from bipolar disorder. And he started taking Oxycontin for his pain. And eventually the alcoholism and the opioid addiction took his life. He was 33. So we have a panel afterward. Uh, Haley Devlin, who she's she started Sacred Grounding. She has a embodied recovery practice. Um, she is going to be kind of like our featured panelist. And then two other people mm-hmm. um, that talk about their recovery from from opioid and alcohol addiction. And then on October 11th, super excited, Rosanna Jackson from the Tribes of Warm Springs is going to be one of our panelists. There's a film, a documentary, about bringing hope to fight suicide. And it tell, uh, someone, uh, of a young young woman, shares her experience, strength, and hope about her journey. And then the panel to follow afterward. And Youthline, um, Youthline is... Uh, gonna be there and uh we're gonna have mental health specialists as well in in lanyards that that will be there and um and then uh volunteers from youth line some youth on the panel as well so there'll be phone number a phone number to call I think the message the main message well the main message in all of it is that there's there's always someone you can call like there's no there's no feeling that you have that is so wrong that, that someone hasn't already had, no matter how crazy or weird or, you know, desperate you may feel. Like there's, you know, some, if anyone called me about anything, I'd be there. Like there's nothing you could tell me that's going to shock me and make me think that you're different, you know. And so to pick up the phone and call, know, some, know that you can call someone, when you're afraid or in despair, and that there's always hope. Those are the, that's the two messages. Like, especially in recovery, we talk about all that time, all the time. Like I thought, until I went to a meeting and started hearing other people's stories, I thought I was so terminally unique and different, you know? And and then, and that's that's kind of what we've experienced With we've gone out into different communities. You know the LGBTQ community, um, the BIPOC community. We we sit down with them and and we realize, oh my God, we're all the same. <laughs> and you know maybe it, it started with just it, that feeling of of recognition of not being so different. Came when I admitted that I had a problem with alcohol, and I and there was a connection of like, okay. I'm not alone in this, but now it's gone deeper to not just alcohol, it's trauma, it's the effects of trauma and, um, just fear, you know, just all of that stuff. So that's the message we want to get out is that you're never alone. And, um, there's no, there's nothing that you can say that would, would separate me from you kind of thing
1: yeah, the tickets are available. Uh, I want to mention, too, that the event at the Tower theater in October, uh, the name of the film is My Ascension. And those tickets are free. tickets you you'll have to have a ticket to be able to to get in, but it's free admission. Um it's really been a beautiful experience. We had originally approached the tower to find out how much it, would it cost for us to rent the tower theater and and do this event. A couple of days later, we got a call back from their communication director and said, you know, we would like to partner with you. And, and it's just evolved into this beautiful synergistic coming together of, of different organizations, including the tower, um, making this part of their community service, um, along with Youthline, COCC, the uh, out Central Oregon Um, It's become a community, like we're coming together to address this issue. Um, And it is a message of hope. It really is a message of hope. We came to realizing that film is such an accessible medium and powerful. Film has something that, that can often penetrate our judgments and our prejudices. And so that has become... Uh, a, an important piece of what Jen and I are up to with Shriponia, and then w- the other thing that we're doing is we are building uh, video uh, content on our website because of the power of film and story. And um, we're probably going to have a lot less printed material on our website than we are going to have the oral tradition reinstated, you know, and vibrant and and. Uh, very much a part of what we do with this problem. You know, in my own experience, I, I had to come to a point in time when I was willing to take some action. You know, I had my experience, you know, that, that moment of desperation, where I had come to, the, to that point of, I can't do this by myself anymore. I can't, I have not been able to solve this problem that is like devastating my life. And so, um, yeah, I reached out to three friends of mine that I had heard had gotten sober. So I think that's that's what we're brought to. We're brought to those moments in time, and all of us have them. All of us have those moments in time that, you know, religious people would call moments of grace, where something opens up an idea of uh, maybe I don't have to do this alone, or some idea that that arrives in our consciousness. The important thing is, is when those moments arrive, because grace comes to all of us, is whether or not we take the action that comes along with that. And for me, it was picking the phone up and calling three guys that I had heard had gotten sober um, because I knew I needed help. And uh, so that gift of uh, of of i can't do this alone when that shows up the encouragement is that we don't have to do this alone and very few of us are really able to do life alone and we're not intended to so it's find community find support find someone that uh that you know they've been through their own life experiences so that when you call them there won't be any judgment they're going to say, wow, I'm so happy you called. I'm really,
0: really glad you called. Shriponya's Greg Mead is thankful for the opportunity to work with others to recover from addictions and to support long-term recovery.
1: Life is going to do life. It Life is going to bring opportunities for us to uh, either step into gratitude or get really resentful and bitter. You know, those are the choices we have. And Learning that skill and practice of experiencing gratitude, and I don't mean that in a like a Pollyanna-ish kind of way, like everything is so great right now, but there isn't there's that current that that flows under all you know, the circumstances are happening on the surface of life, and they are going to come and go, sometimes violently, sometimes, and we don't get to control those. but that stream. That runs th- through us and in us deeply in 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 our interior being. That get we get to determine whether or not we're going to live lives of gratitude, and and be thankful for these moments in time, or whether or not we're going to be pissed off and think it ought to be different and fight for it to be different. Um, I'll you know i I've, I've learned over time that it. That the practice of gratitude is probably the better way for me to go, for sure.
0: You can learn more about Triponia and their upcoming documentaries at their website, triponia.com. That's S R I P O N Y A dot com. Thanks for listening to the Warm Springs program on 91.9 FM, KWSO.